for God's sake, this is outrageous. Oh, I see, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah? You're outraged about a certain show. <laughs> is that right? So, there's this dumb new show on Dave. Yeah. The TV channel. Yeah. All about hypothetical situations being presented to comedians and they have to come up with funny answers. Uh-huh. Some of the questions coming up are to do with Nicolas Cage and motorway services and hosting the Royal Variety performance with no preparation. Yeah. The relevance of those three questions are they're very similar to things that we've done already. <sighs> what a joke. Dave is a TV channel here in the United Kingdom. So yeah, unfortunately, I guess the producers at Dave have been listening to the Plowdy Pod and foisted all our incredible questions and hypothetical situations and dropped them in their own show. Yeah. Well, we, we know that's been happening if Edward Scissorhand shows up or anything like that. Yeah. The first episode comes out. Oh, we don't want to... <laughs> guess don't Not want an to advert. Too much. Not an advert for this show, guys. But try and avoid watching the TV for the first week of February because that's when it's on. It'd be a real shame if they got loads of bad reviews for that show. Just saying. Where would you review a TV show anyway for Dave? Google reviews. Just gossip. Just down the pub. Oh yeah, of course. What are we talking about? This is the age of social media. People tweet about things nowadays, don't they? Oh, I just saw this rubbish show on Dave. I wish Fred and George were hosting it instead. <laughs> you know, this probably isn't painting us in a very good light. About, <laughs> um, being incredibly bitter. Well... On that note, we'd like to inform Dave that we're going to sue you for everything you've got. Oh. We're coming after you, all guns blazing, and we're not going to stop until you're bankrupt and we're rich. This fight is going to take up our entire lifespan, so uh, get ready. Oh, okay. So we, This you, is a guarantee. You and me are saying we've agreed to this, we've, right? We've agreed Before to it. this, uh, okay? Yeah, so uh, be afraid. We know a lawyer. That's true. So look out. Yeah. And he flies planes, so... <laughs> oh, God, that makes me sound like a terrorist. Um, <laughs> probably can't say that. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's all the news we had. Yeah, other than that, that is it, you're right. That's all for the news. Welcome to episode 30-something. We're somewhere in the early 30s. I'm going to trust the title of this episode. It knows more than I do. Yep. So look to that if you're curious. Otherwise, I reckon we can just get on with the show. We've got some questions, and obviously our final segment of the day, you think we should keep it a surprise. Is that the protocol you want to adopt sure. now on? Yeah. Um, you can probably guess what it is, though, because we sort of do it in a rotation, but look forward to it anyway. Should be a good one. On with the show. today Fred my question for you is based on something I read in the paper as it frequently is yep apparently you know these young people right we're young we're 13 years old we're how young babies or no you know young like us okay so 13 yeah or or maybe even young like old people you know 20 years old that kind of so growing old yeah the BBC they're really worried because people are cancelling their TV subscriptions or in other words, TV licenses, Yeah. to go over to Netflix's, Amazon Prime videos. And it's a bit of a crisis for the BBC because they, they're worried that the young of the land are going to be doing the BBC over. They're not going to be renewing their TV licenses and watching the BBC programmes. I saw something, it was about 2,500 TV licenses are cancelled every day here in the UK. What? Yeah. 2,500? Yeah. What an absurdly high number. Well, I think it's, you know, sometimes people just cancel it. If you move in with someone who already has a TV licence, you don't need to have two, that kind of thing. I think that's relatively common, but it's definitely going up because figures have been released. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so for context, here in the UK, you need a TV licence to watch the TV and it goes to the BBC and that's how they fund all their programmes and stuff. Here's what the BBC need you to do, Fred. Okay. Just like Andy Murray hired you in a previous episode, the BBC are now hiring you again. 
So what what are they hiring me as? Who's got my number for all these odd jobs? <laughs> well, at least the BBC and Andy have, have your number. Okay, fine. Yeah, I guess Andy's got contacts in the BBC, so he gave you a good recommendation. Right. He said, you did a great job in killing Roger Federer. Sorry. That can't be proven. Rafael Nadal. And so now the BBC want your services. And they want you to make a new programme for the young people, to get them back on board to watching the BBC. Right. So the demographic they want is about our age, 13 to 15, and they're giving you free reign. Do whatever you want, but just get those youngsters back on board. I can do whatever I want. Whatever you want. What uh, what time in the week do I get? It's coming on every Monday to Thursday, four nights a week. Okay. You've got a half hour slot. It can be comedy, it can be drama, it can be everything in between. But it's got to appeal to those young guys and gals. Can I just show them Kenny versus Spenny? I mean... No. You have to make your own programme. Damn. Okay. You can maybe hire Kenny and or Spenny if you want. <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't need them. They're too old now. You don't think they're going to appeal to, to the 13-year-olds? No, I wouldn't understand. All right. What are kids like? Mm. Sweets? They like sweets, yeah. You can't taste sweets through the TV, though. No, that's true. It's got to be something you can make four nights a week. Wait, what, what do you mean I have to make it four nights a week? Well, it's on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, but surely you make all the episodes in advance. You Am I doing it live? <laughs> what are you saying? That's a good idea, actually. Why Why can't this be a live show? I think it should be. So I have to do a live show? Yeah. You don't have to be in it, but you can. Oh, jeez. You're obviously a 13-year-old yourself. 13-year-olds, boys and girls. Don't forget the 14 and 15-year-olds. Hmm. You know what's popular is Love Island. Right. So how about... Is that popular with the 13-year-olds? Uh, bear with it. Probably some of them, to be fair. How about we do a sort of, not Love Island, but Lord of the Flies type situation? Did you know Love Island's popular all over the world? Uh, As in people in the States watch the UK <laughs> Love Island. Well, I didn't know that, no. Yeah, I think it's a relatively big deal over there. Well, I can imagine their equivalent would be incredibly shit. <laughs> American reality TV is just appalling. Well, they have a lot of it, so I guess there's, well, apparently there's still room. Okay, so here's some more guidelines for you. So to recap, it's live... It's four nights a week, Monday to Thursday. It's a half-hour slot, and it has to be scripted as well. Plus, you get a budget of £100 every episode. So a whole, an entire £100 is spent. That's right. Three figures. So what if there was some kind of TV show that could give kids what they'd always dreamed of? Like, give them a... they write in a letter and say, you know, Fred, I really want... I really want to go to Disneyland... Can you help me out with that? I want to see uh, where space rockets are built. I want to see a chocolate bar factory. Yeah. Can you help? Okay. So I maybe we'd have a show like that where people write in their ideas and I pick someone and I say, okay, I'll fix it for you. I'll let you, <laughs> I'll let you go and do that. So the idea of the show would be that I make their dream come true using my connections. You know, I've been in broadcasting for quite some time. Um, have you? I've, yeah, I've been doing Pally Pods for a while. You know, I know oh, right. a few people. That's very. Um, I know Andy's network. I know Andy Murray. <laughs> yeah, um, true. The BBC are, are desperate for this. You know, they're willing to help me out. They've given me an entire hundred pounds per episode to yeah. spend. Okay. Which is enough to take me all over the country. Yeah, but if a kid a, asks in a van. You, <laughs> if a kid asks you to go to Disneyland, that's off the table, really. Google Maps tour. Okay, so it's going to be a bit disappointing. A ferry isn't that much money. Uh, well, it is. Cousin of mine works at Disneyland, it's Paris. It's fine. So That's we'll true. we'll have to have a name for this show, like uh, Fred will sort it out. No, <laughs> Fred will fix it. Yeah, let's call it that. Okay. So Fred will fix it, and basically, I'll get real chummy with these kids. And <laughs> give give them exactly what they need. Right. What they need. That seems a bit of a weird way to phrase it, but okay. Well, if they write in saying, "Oh, I need some insulin." Can you get? I mean, it wouldn't make good viewing, so I probably wouldn't accept it. Yeah, but I would if I had to. So let's think of what a kid might write in for. What did you always want when you were a kid? I remember when I went to see Santa in his grotto, on his lap. Yeah, yeah, I just see my sat on his lap. I asked for. I you can't sat remember. just by his bulging sack of presents, stuffed full of presents. Okay, and what did you say? I asked for a Power Ranger or a Transformer. I think it was a Transformer. 
from the Transformers franchise. This was before the films, obviously, Mm -hmm. even though I'm only 13, so actually it wasn't before the films. Right. But anyway, yeah, that's what I wanted. I wanted a Transformer that could, you know, do the classic transforming thing. Okay, so you be some 13-year-old kid who's writing it. Okay. I'm opening up a letter. Ah, here we go. Dear Fred, what I want is the following. My name's Deirdre. Okay. And I want to meet my favourite pop star, Ariana Grande. Much love, Deirdre. Well, okay. Well, if it was up to me, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't bother with that one. But it looks like I don't have a choice. Okay. Welcome to the show, Deirdre. Is that what you said your name was, Deirdre? <coughs> yes. Hello. Not Deirdre. 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 Yes. Deirdre. I'm from the 1950s. Okay. Um, I was frozen. You're frozen. Wow. Yes. Like Yvonne of the Yukon. <laughs> That's right. Yes. You seen that show? Yep. Uh, so let's go down to brass tacks. Um, Ariana's kind of a big, famous celebrity. But she's my favourite. She wears bunny ears. She, what, so you, you like the way she's cute? Is that what you like? What, what do you like about this girl? I like the way she sings. I like the way she moves. Do you fancy her or something? No. You sure? I'm 13 years old. Yeah, and 13. But I'm straight. I mean, what does that have to do with being 13? Well, there were <laughs> Look, I'm from the 1950s. There weren't many out-of-the-closet lesbians when I was a, a girl. Jeez, oh, where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's reel it back in from 13-year-old lesbians. Um, okay, how about this? I'm going to... Everyone watching now, I'm going to send out a viral tweet. If there's one thing I can do well, it's viral tweets. So here's what I'm going to tweet. What's a tweet? Just go sit, sit down and don't say anything. Okay? There's a I've che- only been out of the ice for a few days. You're not in the hospital? It was a very effective defrosting. That doesn't make any sense. And the first thing I saw when I turned on the TV was Ariana. Doing what? Singing. Singing about bunny rabbit ears. So you've just chosen the first person you've seen. There's there's millions of other people out there, human beings you can meet with no problem at all. It was a very significant moment for me when I opened my eyes for the first time and over 50 years I saw a bunny rabbit. Right, so this girl's from the 50s. Does she know how... Well, she kind of has an idea about TV, doesn't she? Yeah. I love TV. Can't wait to watch the moon landing. They didn't announce that uh, that early. <laughs> they didn't announce that till the 60s, idiot. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. So I get my my Twitter account out, and I tweet to all my fans, and I tell the people watching live, I need you to retweet this tweet and get Ariana's attention. Okay, so you are actually trying to get her on your show. Yeah, so... Surely you could just pretend to be her. Or get I'm, going to, I'm going to try and fix her. I some 15-year-old girl to pretend to be her. So here's the tweet. I have redeveloped a brand new super strong strain of the Black Plague, and it's currently stationed in 54 canisters in major underground stations all over the world. At the push of a button, they will detonate and be released. I remember the Black Plague. Shut up. Awful. Shut up. You'd know you weren't that old. Why don't you understand history at all? Just because <laughs> you're from the past. So just sit down and be quiet. Right, back to the tweet. The only fair, the, it's o- quite <laughs> the only way to stop the only way to stop the Black Death returning is if Ariana Grande agrees to come on my show. So you've just tweeted, Hey guys, please retweet the subsequent tweet I'm about to tweet. Yes. And then it's about the Black Plague. No one asks any questions or thinks, this isn't serious. They just retweet it. Yeah, they're 13. They do what I tell them. All your fans are 13. Yes, okay. and 14 and 15. <laughs> okay. Also, don't arrest me or I'll release them. Okay, covered yourself pretty well. So, yeah, I'm safe there. Got a whole dead man switch. They can't kill me. Does that fit into the character limit? Uh, it's a threat. It's a tweet threat. Okay, so they, it expands it for that purpose. Yep. Go. So everyone starts retweeting in the audience. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just sitting on my chair behind my desk in the studio waiting. Yeah. Um, you keep me thinking about, you know, Tuesday's episode. <laughs> yeah, this is just a normal day <laughs> of episodes. I guess uh, you take it day by day. Is this the day of the show, actually? Is Ariana expected to fly in? Sure, yeah. She happened to be nearby. So, Deirdre, is that is that good enough for the time being? Yay! Oh, wow, a hundred retweets already. This is seriously epic tweeting. It's going viral. Okay, so so some more waiting in the studio. I don't know. Um, okay, so this is your plan for the rest of the day. You just send out the tweet. <laughs> you can hope that it reaches Ariana Grande. She flies over. So all you need to do now is sit back 
and hope for the best. All right, you know what I'm going to do? My backup plan. I'm going to DM her on Instagram. I'm going to slide into those DMs and just say, what up, girl? You want some fuck? <laughs> and then post a selfie and give my address in the studio. Right. So, so plan B. So she's right. She's, she's going to look at this photo of a 13-year-old boy and j- jump at the chance oh. to fly over. Uh-oh. So she's typing a reply. It's just a laughing emoji. Okay. So that hasn't worked. Well, you tell you tell me what happens. What happens with the tweet? Okay, the tweet gets over a hundred retweets. What? Deirdre's in the corner playing happily with the rabbit that you provided for her. Really breaking the budget on this episode. Rabbits are expensive. Yeah, you went out and bought, but she didn't even ask for that. They had those in the fifties. What rabbits? Yes. Yeah. I swear they did. I know. Well, I know. <laughs> as far as you can know, anyway. <laughs> yep. So you paid five pounds for a local rabbit to come round. She's so I'm just renting the rabbit. I can even afford it. <laughs> it's a rental. <laughs> Meanwhile, the tweets are racking up, and Ariana takes notice. She thinks, "Damn, a black plague sounds rubbish. I'd better go over there." Oh my god! Over a third of the population of Europe died in the medieval medieval ages. Yeah, that's correct. I've got to hurry. Pass me my rabbit ears. We're going on a flight. So she gets on the next plane available, which is just a private jet. Yep. Flies over. Ten hours later, or how long it takes, she arrives in the studio. Oh, wake up. <laughs> wake up, everyone. She's here. Is she pleased to see me when she comes in? Does she know that it's you that sent out the, that has the Black Plague? Yeah. Well, no, she's not pleased to see you. You're a monster. You have to be nice or I press the button. You're a great guy. Thank you. Oh, so nice to see you, Ariana. Hi. She's staring at you a little frostily, though. Listen, this is Deirdre. Um, what? <laughs> I don't have time for this. And she slaps you as well. Ariana Grande just slaps Deirdre and me. Deirdre, yes. Deirdre and me. Yes, she's she's very panicked. She has to save Europe from a second black plague. Yeah, what how is this helping? Well it's not helping. Ariana, you need to you need to check yourself. Good thing Deirdre loves it. Oh why? Oh well, um it looks like your mum's here to pick you up, Deirdre, so you're gonna have to head off, I'm afraid. Oh, but really nice having you. And look, you got to see Ariana in the flesh. Why are you packing Deirdre off? She's looking like she's about to cry. Oh, well, better get you off the stage before those tears come out. See ya. <laughs> Why well, throw her down the stage? <laughs> for God's sake, you're 13. I came out of cryogenic chamber for this. All right, I, I, just, I just push her down the... The, the flight of stairs that leads to the, the basement or something beneath the stage. But don't you need and shots? And slam the door. <laughs> don't you need shots of Deirdre looking happy? Nope, don't care. So why are you even making this TV show now? What is the point? I don't care about that. She's gone. I go over to Ariana and say, listen, I know things didn't work out with your last man, okay? But there's a really cool guy in town now. Right. And if you don't go out with me, I'll hold my breath until I die. So you're referring to yourself? So what do you say, huh? I mean, is this part of the TV show? Is this the scripted part of the TV show that is a requirement? Um, sorry, is that is that her replying or is that you? Just That is the producer of the show, who is me. I say no more outbursts, so I press the button. But you don't actually have the back leg, <laughs> do you? I'm a really convincing actor, okay? Okay. So the producer believes it. <laughs> okay. The producer, me, believes it, right? Oh, I won't say anything. Ariana, do the right thing. Just go out with this 13-year-old. So, baby... What's it going to be? Either you marry me, or I press the button. Okay, well, how about this? I'll marry you in six years. Nope. Come on in, father. And in comes the priest. He's got he's got everything he needs to marry us, right okay, there and then. Well, he's an ordained priest. Right, but you're still 13 years old. You can't actually marry me. To I, you, because... I, I identify as a 23-year-old man. But that's not how the law works. In which country? In the United Kingdom. That's fine. We'll go, we'll go to... Um, the producer beeps into your ear. Uh, yeah, sorry, Fred, you can't go to Borneo now because you've got to make a TV show. I pushed the button. I said no more introdu- in- interruptions. <laughs> okay, so this fictional button is released. Mm-hmm. That Let's remind you, you don't actually have anything in it. Yes, but I'm such a good actor, everyone panics anyway. Okay, right. It's a placebo effect. All the people who think they're going to get the plague end up actually getting it. Right. Because so they've been so convinced by my acting, the placebo effect is 100% strong. So can it then spread to other people yeah. via placebo? Yeah. Right, okay. 
So everyone's just thinking they've got the plague and dying for real. Well, I guess in that case, a third of Europe is wiped out. Whoa, what's this? Everyone who died were, were people who were watching Netflix. <laughs> and people who love Netflix. That's crazy. That is crazy, yeah. Hmm. Everyone's really superstitious about Netflix now. No one wants to watch Netflix anymore. They just want TV licenses. Mm. Phew. I've done it. <laughs> that was lucky. That was very What fortunate, are the chances of that it? happening? 100 to 1? More. 50, 100 to 1? I think even more, but it's a big number anyway. That's truly what I was hoping for would happen. Oh, right. Okay, so it wasn't even that lucky. It was what you planned. You said it had to be scripted. And it was, somehow? Oh, yeah. All of that was written down on a piece of paper before. Does that count as a scripted drama if the reality just happens coincidentally to reflect the fictional narrative? Now, there's a moral question to ponder. It's not a moral question. It's just... <laughs> a philosophical question, then, I guess. Yeah. Never say we don't get deep on the bloody pot. <laughs> so there you have it. Millions dead. And the BBC is doing great. Is that the worst end to a hypothetical scenario I've ever had on the planet bot in terms of tragedy? What about that time you got a piece of coal from Father Christmas? Well, on that note, let's move on. Well done. You achieved your goal. The BBC's very happy with you. And you've got another glowing reference to pass on to the next employer. <sighs> Hopefully not Theresa May again. Whoops! You spilled yoghurt all over an obsidian idol from ancient Greenland. In doing so, you've angered an ancient, faceless god of the abyss. He is Ventikor, god of toads, and luckily he is willing to spare you any punishment if you agree to be his champion. You have no choice but to agree. I agree. He is disgusted at the poor reputation that toads have in modern society. Not enough children are choosing toads as their favourite animal. You must change this. He grants you the power to summon infinite toads to help you. Begin. Is this a real god from some kind of mythology? I know we. this is like a joke scenario and everything, but you shouldn't, shouldn't test the ancient ones, okay. even in real life. Right. Just saying, they can be very vengeful. Yeah, but I can be more praiseful if I know that they are real. Oh, oh. Okay, sorry. Careful. Right, okay. Careful. They're real. That's better. And they are loved. All right, okay, so I've got to basically big up toads then. I've got to improve their reputation from being slimy, warty, ugly amphibians. And I have the power to call upon toads just to appear. You can summon a rain of toads wherever you want. Was that one of the plagues in the Bible, toads? Yeah, toads or frogs. Yeah, that probably damaged their reputation, actually, think about it. Oh, damn. Not much we can do about that, though. He didn't give me a time machine to go back so I can rewrite the Bible. All right, well, what do people like? In their animals. I like them to be cute and cuddly. Are toads cute and cuddly? What do you think? What's your personal opinion on that? Well, if you cuddle them, they'll be crushed. So, not really. Yeah, but like a really big toad. A big one. A chunky a chunky boy. How, well, how big? As big as a man? Well, not as big as a human man. As big as, I don't know, a pillow. As big as a football. I wouldn't say it's that cuddly, no. It, they don't have... They don't store fat in the same way. or mm. They're not furry. Yeah. The natural oils on your hands are bad for their skin. Is Ventilgul going to be happy if I genetically modify toads? No, that's allowed. That is allowed, okay. Well, unfortunately, I don't know anything about genetic <laughs> modification. Okay, you're going to have a stab anyway? I get the impression. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a go. Sort of, anyway. I'm going to get myself a toad. Okay. Get my fingers, here he comes. How do I make this thing more appealing aesthetically? I need a syringe. Get on Amazon, order a syringe. Oh, what else do I need? Mm, maybe... You mentioned fat, so maybe a big tub of lipids, a big tub of lard. It's pure lipids, okay. Yeah, that comes in the Amazon order the next day. It's very efficient. Uh, other delivery services are available. So I get my syringe, dip it into the lipids, pure <laughs> lipidy goodness, <laughs> and then I just stick it into the toes and start pumping away. Oh, God. That's a clip. Somebody can edit. <laughs> okay, well, it dies immediately. Oh, right, okay. So that didn't work, then, is what you're trying to tell me. Yep, telling you that. That's not genetic modification. That's just <laughs> filling a toad with grease and gruel. That's not... Yeah. Do no, you think that's science? <laughs> yeah, it's science. Maybe it's not exactly genetic modification, but it's still an experiment. Uh, that's what I'm all about. I'm all about pushing boundaries, 
testing out new things. And that one failed. That's what science is. It's about trial and error. Do and do again until you get the right answer. Yeah, of course. In fact, maybe it wasn't even the lipids that didn't work. Maybe it was how I administered it. Rather than injecting it into the bloodstream, into the flesh, I inject it straight into its mouth. So you're going to feed it? I, essentially, I'm going to feed it. Yeah. What, like the way they make foie gras? Uh, Just force feed. <laughs> well, when you put it like that, it's quite unpleasant, but uh, yes. Okay. Uh, except toads are really greedy, so they just gobble it down. Nice. They love it. Oh, this liberty goodness. They croaked themselves. <laughs> so I'm squeezing the lipids in, and it's getting fatter and fatter, and cuddlier and cuddlier. I mean, that doesn't change the fact that, I don't know, your, the natural oils of a human skin damage the toad. Mm. Introducing toad cloves. <laughs> so this is an advert on the TV? <laughs> yeah, the start of the advert is a mad scientist trying to make a toad really fat and cuddly. And then a man Introdu- in a suit walks in and says, introducing toad cloves. <laughs> Great. So what, what's the range? What's, in, what's the must-have this season? Well, the two best sellers are a three-piece suit okay. and bowler hat, complete with cane and monocle, <laughs> and also a sort of velour tracksuit. Oh, wow. A gold suit. and silver. Nice. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> they're flying off the shelves. Well, they will be when this advert airs anyway. Yep. So that's what they're going to be wearing. <laughs> yes, right. So they've gotten quite overweight now. Yeah, they're really round, really stylish. spherical. And you can touch them. You can pick them up and kind of bounce them around. Like a baby. Yes, exactly. You sort of bounce them on your knee. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm imagining, yeah. Yeah, you can pick up a fly off the ground and bop, mm-hmm. put it in his mouth. No more spiders to worry about. Mm. You've got a problem with spiders in this room. You could do with a few tame toads rolling around and gobbling them up. Yeah, sort of November, December, you get those big house spiders running around, mm. running amok, putting fear into the residence of Pod Studios. Yeah. Not me, of course. I'm very brave. but <laughs> Well, not me anymore either, since I'm going to get myself one of these classy toads. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Is, to- <laughs> is toad clothes the... <laughs> is toad clothes the brand going to take off? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say for every... Because I can just magic toads out of thin air, yeah. for every um, tracksuit or three-piece suit you buy, you get a free toad. Yeah, but are these toads the ones who've been fattened up? Have you got like a whole production line of toads being force-fed into football-sized... Well, you say force-fed, I just say repeatedly fed. Okay. These toads have been bred to just have no limit. God, okay, right. They love leopards. They love leopards. So you've chosen all the greediest toads... Yeah. All right. I think I think people won't want to buy it because it's called toad clothes, <laughs> and people don't like toads in the first place. But the point of it is to raise the reputation of toads. Right. But in order to do that with the brand, I think people have to like toads in order to buy the brand and buy toads. So it's almost like you're trying to run before you can walk. Okay. Well, you mentioned a practical use for the toads. That is to eat insects. Yes. We can publicise that as well. Okay. Introducing toad cloves. Sorry? Toad what? Toad cloves. Just toad cloves again. Okay. (laughs) So you're introducing toad cloves yet again. (laughs) Introducing toad cloves. What? what, I'm sorry, who is saying this? Is this you on the television? (laughs) Yeah, fine, it's me. I walk in off off screen. Right. I say, introducing toad cloves. And then, and then you start laughing. Uh, How about just a picture of a horrible house spider zoomed in so you can see its face and its mandibles and its jaws. Yeah. And you just, you're very frank and you tell people, look, you can either have this or you can have this. And then you show a little toad in a suit looking very smart. He's definitely not cute, but he's better. He's a damn sight better than that horrible spider. He's pretty cool, though. He's wearing a tracksuit and he's a toad. He's, he's pretty, pretty dapper. He's really big and fat. So he's got a sort of Billy Smalls type thing going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you can sort of dress them up to what kind of environment you're in. Like in a work environment, he's in a suit. <laughs> if it's just at home, he's in the tracksuit. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if you're in a work environment, you'd probably buy more than one. So you'd have toads across the office sitting on desks, oh, uh, wow. under desks um, for the spiders, on top of the desks for the flies. 
maybe ten in an office, and they become a sort of staple, like the water cooler. You know, they're just a must-have for the office environment. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those sort of new age millennial hippie things. Yeah, it's like having plants in the office, mm. or having a football table somewhere. Yeah, it's sort of cool and hip. Yeah, and it serves a very practical, practical purpose. It's like when cars came along; everyone thought, "Pish posh, I'm yeah. never going to be seen to be driving a car." I've got my horse; he's great. But then cars just took over, and now look at the horses stuck in stables doing nothing. So it's exactly the same thing. Everyone thinks toads; we don't need those, but they're wrong. <laughs> introducing toad clothes. <laughs> so introduce yet again. <laughs> it's on the billboards. Yeah, I guess people are now used to seeing toads everywhere. Mm. But will the kids love them? Oh yeah, yeah, because that's a point. <laughs> Ventacle so, wants Ventacle to choose them as their favourite animal. Yes. In that case, we probably need to introduce two new styles in the toad clothes range, <laughs> which are. So the first one is a transformer toad, Optimus Prime edition. Right. So you just dress it up in kind of big chunks of plastic. To make it look like it's Optimus Prime. It's got a helmet and a visor and everything. Okay, that sounds quite cool. <laughs> yeah. And the second one is... Well, they're going to try and transform it, though. So they're just going <laughs> to... Mangle this creature up inside the plastic. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be a truck. No, it's, it's supposed to be a truck. It, it transforms from power orb to power... Well, that's not how it goes. Power star. Power Star. Yeah, when you kind of stick his legs out. <laughs> Does Optimus Prime do either of those? Well, this is, this is a new version of Optimus Prime. Right. This is Toad Optimus Prime. I think the children will allow some kind of artistic <laughs> license for Toad Optimus Prime. <laughs> Fine. And what's the girl version? Well, confirm. The other version. Sorry. The other equally androgynous version. <laughs> yeah. Is a Disney princess toad. Okay. <laughs> and, and which princess are you thinking? Well, Elsa is quite big, isn't she? Now, <laughs> so comes a little wig. Yeah, the tiara, the kind of blue dress. <laughs> Let's not forget it's an obese toad as well. It's <laughs> <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> yeah, but it's promoting body positivity at the same time. Wow. So parents are really going to want this. Yeah. It's, fe- it's a feminist item. Yeah, exactly. It's a socially aware item. I haven't seen Frozen, but I think isn't Elsa supposed to be quite sort of uh, feminist in some way? She's quite headstrong or something. I haven't seen it. Well, there you go. Someone on the toe clothes marketing team is going to have to watch Frozen, but it's definitely going to be Elsa from Frozen. So. Yeah, okay. So we've got, let's recap. We've got four clothes in the toad clothes line. <laughs> Sorry, we've got four outfits in the toad clothes line. Yeah. You've got gentleman toad. Okay. You've got sporty toad. <laughs> princess toad and transformers toad. Wow. I think that's so all the bases. Any occasion. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Funerals? Yeah. Probably gentleman toad for the funerals. Yeah. Across the offices of the world, you've got gentleman toad and sporty toad. Mm-hmm. And then domes- domestic environments, you've got princess toad and transformers toad. Well, it sounds like it's a hit. Really? It sounds like you've made millions of this. Oh, fantastic. But more to the point, I'm not concerned about my own monetary gain. I'm worried about Ventacle, whether he's happy. You know, he's he's an ancient faceless being. Mm-hmm. He doesn't smile. They, they don't like to smile at these guys. Okay, so I can't read his body language. But he, he gives you a good nod and a wink. With what? He doesn't have a face. And he says, you've done good. Right. You've done good. Thanks. Thanks, Vendor You've been a good champion. Okay. And then I get any reward? Yeah, he doesn't kill you. Oh, right. He doesn't send you to Toad Hell for defacing the Obsidian Idol. What would I find in Toad Hell? Just other toads. Not that I'm a toad, but, you know. You would find fast-moving cars and dogs and uh, polluted ponds, all the things that a toad would hate. And just toads that have been eaten naughty and evil. <laughs> yeah, like Hitler toads. Right. Uh, Jimmy Savile toads. <laughs> okay. He, mess- so he was messing world. around with tadpoles, you know. <laughs> right, so the toad world just 
completely reflects the human world as well. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, if you say so. There's even two little toads down there making a little toady pod. I mean, to be honest, I'd be quite curious to see this toad hell, but I don't want to risk having to stay there for all of eternity, so... Well, now that you're Vendacor's champion... Yes? You're his champion for life. Oh, cool. So maybe he'll have another mission for you someday. That I can fail and then get sent to toad hell. Maybe it's a mission in hell. Yeah, that's true. Like Dante. Yeah, well, I look forward to it. Pleasure working with you, Ventacor. See you again soon. Alright, well, to finish today, we've got some more Yahoo Answers and inspired questions. There's no theme, I don't think, to these questions, but why don't you get us started with one? <clears throat> what have the people been dying to know? So this is a question we've definitely been sent before. Mm-hmm. Atheists, are you missing the point of the whole spectacle of the crucifixion? Don't you even try to understand what is actually happening and how it affects you personally? Someone died for you and you just sit watch, sit there watching pee-whatever stupidity you find on the internet and maybe drinking beer and totally not caring. What is it that you find so unacceptable? What is wrong with you? I just don't know anymore. Uh, Okay, so he's targeting atheists rather than just most of the world who aren't Christians. That's right. (laughs) Uh, All those people who believe in Ganesh, they're doing everything just fine. Okay, okay. They're doing things their own way. They are... What's the verb he used about the spectacle of the crucifixion? They're missing the whole point. All right, so they're getting the point. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, anyone who's worshipping... The many-armed elephant god. Yeah. It completely got the point of the crucifixion. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. G.L. Kang uh, has provided a helpful response. You, my dear person, don't have a clue about the crucifixion. Simply repeating what have you been told is nonsense. Stop trying to make others feel guilty for your lack of understanding. Why is everyone saying don't? Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't put apostrophes in. Shane says, no, I prefer coke to beer. Lol. And I prefer games to film and TV. Okay. So he's cleverly outwitted the question asker with logic. Yeah. Which is the trademark of any good atheist. And given us a nice insight into his day-to-day life. Yeah, his superior logic. And his his, his little Yahoo Answers avatar mm-hmm. is Goku from Dragon Ball. Yeah. Super Saiyan Blue. Wow. Pretty powerful. Yeah. So... Whoever asked this question was messing with the wrong guy. Yeah. Okay, well, here's one for you. Do physicists know that teleportation is real, but it is demons? Full stop, question mark. Okay. What do you think, first off? Do they know that uh, teleportation is real, but it's demons? Um, Physicists. Yeah, using your knowledge of the physics community. I mean, I believe that teleportation is a fool's game. Right. I don't think you should be messing around with your atoms like that. No. Or your subatoms, whatever whatever's beneath you. Yeah, but it's but it's demons though, so Exactly. <laughs> so first off, don't don't go messing around restructuring your your atoms, you know, breaking them down and then reassembling them somewhere else. Not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Secondly It's demons. It's de- <laughs> <laughs> It's demons. Yeah. Yeah. Um well, when you put it like that, it doesn't make sense. Does, does it mention which um, demons? No, it just particular? says, but it's demons, though. It's amazing that someone like that can spell physicists, <laughs> but can ask such a... Nonsensical question? Yeah, basically, yes. Well, Zulkan the Great, who might be a demon uh, themselves, says demons don't like teleportation devices. Uh, so I guess that debunks the... Oh, that's interesting. Teleportation is actually demons theory in the first place. I, um... It's quite a weird coincidence. I put our names a while ago into this sort of calculator which tells you what your demon name is. And I never told you about this. <laughs> I have it here in my recently deleted notes on my iPhone. Okay. And so I did this on the 23rd of December, two days before Christmas. Wow. So my demon name was Freckvise Crawling High King of Ravens. Okay. Your name was Jorfreden. Skeleton Baroness of Ravens. 
Um, because they were both of ravens. Yeah, because that depends on the year you were born. Oh, I see. So that is, it's about your birthday and that's how you determine your name. Yeah. So if, if you want to chip in from your, your demon ancestry there yeah. as a baroness of demons. Okay. Sorry, as a skeleton baroness of ravens, <laughs> demon. Yeah. Do you, do you want to give your perspective at all? Well, honestly, I just thought teleportation was demons. So when I first read the question, I thought, yep, but it is demons. So, Well, Nightcrawler in the X-Men is basically a demon. He looks like a demon. Yeah, he's got one of those tails, doesn't he? And he teleports. Yeah. So to me, that's pretty damning evidence. Mm. Maybe it's that not all demons can teleport. Maybe Zalkin's just jealous. It's possible. The thing about demons is they always lie. Yeah. So maybe that just proves he's telling a lie then. We should believe the opposite of what he tells us. All right. Well, hopefully that clears that up for you. Very clear-cut answer. It is demons, guys. Yeah. Let's have another one. That solves all issues for people. Sure. And this is quite an important issue for young people that I have here. Am I gay? Okay, I am 17. I see some guys, and I know it sounds ridiculous, but cartoon men as well, and find them sexually attractive. I find the thought of gay sex sexy. <laughs> but that is absolutely all. I dread the idea of being gay. I know there's nothing wrong with it, but I don't want to be. When I think about the future, I imagine being with a woman and having kids. I find women attractive, but somehow there's always something missing inside. There's a girl in my year who I do find attractive, but that is, I guess, it. I could love a woman, but never a man. The attraction is totally sexual. (laughs) What am I? So, he only wants to bang men. Right. So he's not interested in them emotionally. No, he doesn't he just want, wants the, he doesn't want to love them. Yeah. He's 17. He's going through emotions. Yeah. So he wants men for their bodies, women for their minds. He needs a lady boy. <laughs> yeah. Or he needs to be in a polygamous relationship. Oh. He needs a man that he can have his way with. And he needs a woman who he can talk into the dead of the night with as well. He needs a man to fill that void that's missing inside. It's tricky. I mean, he might just be gay. I mean, he said... Well, he just wants to have sex with them. That's, that's all. That's all. That's all. So is he gay? You know what? Yeah, probably. So you're willing to take a leap and say maybe he yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not an expert. You'd have to ask someone more involved in the gay community. But So this person, Derek, has replied, here's what you do. Keep those thoughts to yourself and enjoy them. You can look at another guy, but don't stare. You can join or watch male-to-male sites, and assuming you use another name... You can even chat with them. So long as you don't go out telling everyone what you're thinking or doing, you'll be okay. Yeah. There are many men who keep these thoughts to themselves. The only way it's discovered is if he mentions it to someone or if he's caught looking at male-to-male sites. That's about it. So Derek's immediately assumed he can't afford to reveal himself as gay. Mm. It needs to be a secret. That can only be revealed on male-to-male sites. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like... Online. The asker is finding it difficult to restructure his idea of the future. You know, he's probably growing up thinking, right, yeah, you marry women, you have children with women, you die with women. (laughs) Screaming. (laughs) But he needs to just accept that, all right, you know, he wants to have sexy sex with these men, so Mm. you can still have a kid with a man, you just got to adopt. The thought of the sex is very sexy, Tim. Yes. That's the the thing. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. So... Um, I would just go for it. As in, have sexy S-E-X? Yes, exactly. That's With exactly M-E-N? Right. Yes. Yeah. Right, well, that's sorted. I should have mentioned, by the way, that my questions have a physics theme. Oh, okay. I like it. So on that note, here's the next one. Are you in favour of gravity, or are you anti-gravity? <laughs> Hanuman gets us started by saying, I'm gravity, <laughs> stayed old, become. <laughs> Hanuman, as in the Indian... Monkey god of is that, Hinduism. Is that right? Hanuman. Hanuman, yeah. Okay, there you go. Well, uh, so he's, he himself has chipped in to say, I am gravity. Yeah. He's stayed old and, and become. Right. Thank you, Hanuman. Only three hours ago, that reply. <laughs> yeah, this is quite a recent one. Stanley says, I like my gravity. <laughs> Don't you, Stanley? <laughs> I sure do. Winky face. Okay, so sort of sexy reply there. <laughs> yeah, but he's kind of replied to himself. Oh, I see, okay. Um, yeah, so what do you think? Are you pro or anti-gravity? Well, let's see the pros and cons. The pros of gravity are 
that my I guess my body sort of stays attached to itself. Sure. And life as we know in the universe can exist. Mm. And the cons of gravity are you can trip and fall bump your head, even die. Yeah, that's pretty rough. I guess if this was an essay, you would say, in conclusion, both sides of the argument have valid points. And it's kind of a mix between the two. Both of the sides have equally valid points. Exactly. We're hedging our bets on that one, everyone. <laughs> Meanwhile, this is uh, the first of a string of questions involving boomerangs. For <laughs> <laughs> God's sake. Uh, well, this one's kind of tangentially related to boomerangs. Can I boomerang a spell? Was in business partnership till Christmas. Prior to this, my partner told me his wife was a Scottish witch. Since oh. our business split very bitterly, everything else seems to be going wrong. Think she may have cast a spiel. Anyway, I can rebound it if she has. Question <laughs> mark. I guess he means I can rebound it if she has cast a spell. Oh. Over me. Yeah, he wants to boomerang the spell right back where it came from. To, okay. the, to the Scottish witch. No, d- did you want me to answer? Or <laughs> would you have an answer? Uh, Do you know anything about the world of magic? I, I've dabbled. I've dabbled in the occult. Let me tell you what you're going to need. You're going to need a lot of her hair. Okay. Yeah. Um, piece of her DNA. That's really important. Okay. And that's as far. That's all I know. <laughs> well, that's at least you, partly helpful. You, you might want to get some drums and some smoke, some white smoke, that is, and some frankincense, and that will ward off bad energy. Frankincense in particular, good holy power. You can burn that in a little incense pot, ward off bad energy. I don't know how to send it back to her, but you better start doing that pronto. Well, Tori M says, no need to, really. Whatever she casts against you will eventually return to her three times over. Oh, wow. That's handy. Yeah, that kind of means why would anyone bother with witchcraft at all, ever, if it just constantly comes back to you many times worse? Well, it might be a spell where you make someone incredibly happy. And it returns to you. Oh, that's true. So That's what everyone should be doing. The lesson here is do good magic. James B says, Come on, you lot. What the fuck is a spiel? A decade ago, he said. (laughs) One decade ago, yeah. All right. What good would a boomerang be if it didn't come back? It's a frisbee. Next question. If your boomerang didn't come back, could you claim compensation? From who? From From the aboriginals? Where are you buying your boomerang? A lot of these answers have some reference to somebody called Charlie Drake. Do <laughs> you know who that is? No. I mean, this was nine years ago. It's probably a bit of an old reference. <laughs> 2010, God. Why doesn't anyone ever emphasise or teaching the importance of catching a boomerang? I went to Australia and bought a boomerang. It's about the size of my forearm and it's got a nice weight to it. I've learnt to throw it properly so that it always approaches me between the top of my stomach and the top of my head. The thing is, I spend more time running from it than anything else. (laughs) Before it was a, let's see if I can make this work item. Now it's a weapon. How can I learn to catch it? So he throws it and then flees for his life. (laughs) That's completely not the point. The poor guy is having a good time throwing his boomerang around. And he's just having to to run for his life every time it comes straight back. He he learned to throw before he could catch. That (laughs) That was his problem. Yeah, there's definitely a moral in there, isn't there? How hard is he throwing it? Quite hard. I mean, it's been turned into a weapon. You want a baseball glove on your non-throwing hand? That's a good idea, yeah. Get get some kind of glove, pour honey on it, and you'll be able to catch it pretty easily. What's the honey for? It's, well, it's sticky. Yeah, but the point of the glove is that you can catch it in the glove. Yeah. Why does it need to be sticky as well? <laughs> well, just in case he can't close his hands properly fast enough. Yeah, then the boomerang's just going to land on the floor in front of him, not covered in sticky honey. Yes, but he wants to catch it, not just block it from hitting him. But then he's got a boomerang covered in sticky honey. Yeah, it's a one-throw boomerang. You go out into the park, you throw it once, it comes <laughs> he, back and you catch it. And you go home. <laughs> and he goes back for tea. Right, OK. okay. No, it's baby steps for this guy. I guess you can spread the boomerang straight onto his toast and <laughs> eat toast and honey. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. I mean, you think he's going to go from throwing a boomerang and then running away from it as it comes back to him to just repeatedly catching it for fun in the park. Well, maybe. I don't know. This needs to be a a journey of small steps. Caddy says, for the most part, they are weapons, not toys. It is the Americans who turned boomerang catching into what people perceived a boomerang role. Right. (laughs) Anyway, so I hope that helps from the boomerang point of view. Are in Australia. Let us know if that's correct. Is it okay to use a boomerang in a bedroom? Oh, my God. (laughs) If it's a furry boomerang? Question mark. Update. Please... Don't mention comebacks. 
My mother is reading these. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? I have no idea. Does this person have a question history? Like, can you see the other questions they've asked? Um, I don't think he does. I don't think I can access it. I think, though, he's not using this in a bedroom in a sexy situation. It's that he wants to just throw the boomerang around, not break anything. That's why he wants to know if it's furry, if that's okay. <laughs> so this is like a kid. Yeah. He's got a toy furry boomerang, yeah. and he happens to be throwing it around in the bedroom. Yeah, and I think people have been answering <laughs> with... Uh... Okay, so let's hear what have they said. <laughs> There's one. Jenna TM says, Duh, I love sticking it out my vag. Oh, Jesus. So three thumbs up. Yeah, so come on. This guy's mum's reading this, so... Guys. Let's please behave. I think the answer is probably no, because even if it's furry, which is weird in the first place, it's still going to break things. Is this making any sense? So did him and his mum have a discussion? Okay, mum, we'll decide... But judging by what the people on Yahoo Answers determined, okay? <laughs> he had a big argument. His mum banned him and he said, no, I'm going to get proof that it's okay from Yahoo Answers and you're going to read them. And the first thing she reads is that a grown woman wants to put it inside of her body. Uh, I think, really, his mum needed to draft this question because is it okay to use a boomerang in a bedroom <laughs> bound to get some, some dodgy replies? And what does he mean, don't mention comebacks? <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's not really... I guess he, he doesn't want any innuendos, but mm. why are those the words he chose to express that sentiment? Yeah. Well, the best answer chosen by the asker is, if you practice until you are blue in the face, then you shouldn't be a big disgrace. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean maybe it's a phrase because it rhymes. It's a good one. Uh, it's a good moral, anyway. So here's one to end on. <laughs> All right. Come on, man. I'm stuck on Zelda on the Wii in the Forest Temple. <laughs> Exclamation mark, question mark. He's not sure. Okay. Straight out of the bat, he's not entirely confident. So that's the first question. <laughs> How do I get the boomerang? Of course, so it's another boomerang. <laughs> uh, well, we can't answer whether you're playing Zelda on the Wii in the Forest Temple. <laughs> I think... I think. Judging by his <laughs> very precise knowledge of... Yeah, well, I have played this game. It's Twilight Princess. Okay. What you need to do is find the four monkeys and then beat the mini-boss, which is a big baboon. And you need to hit it on its bum a few times, and then it will drop the boomerang, and that's how you'll get it. So, so not, not even a joke answer. This, this was a decade ago. He needs. <laughs> oh God! He needs to move on with the game. Did this game come out ten years ago? Yeah, at least like twelve years ago. We used to play it, and I thought it was cutting edge. So there you go. And there's some questions that people have been asking us non-stop. We've got a bulging post bag, so there's plenty more where those came from. Yeah. Just skin the surface. Um, we'll do this again in a few weeks' time. For now, though, I think we've come to the end of our episode we've answered everything that was crucial yeah hopefully you enjoyed it have you learned something and uh, we'll see you next time for another episode somewhere in the early 30s all right now hop off 